Hello, and welcome to Media in Mind. We have another exciting and intuitive episode for you today. Come on in the media booth, sit back, relax, and follow along as we bring you all the hot and trendy topics in multimedia. We are recording in the IMAX studio in Lone Star College Tomball Campus. Our producer, Monty Darlin, overseeing our project, as well as giving us the tools we need to create the series. Welcome back for those who have been following the podcast. And if you have, I am sorry that we've been gone for like a month or so. It's been very, very busy here. I have officially um, become one with the uh, Monster White Dragon Tea, not sponsored, but could be. Um, and uh, it's it's taken a hold of my life. Oh, the other week I had a transfusion, like all my blood is coffee now. What, what kind of roast is your blood? I'd what kind of know. roast? Yes. It's it's medium dark. It's medium a mixture dark. of the both, yeah. It is perfect because medium dark is a mixture of like not too much caffeine, but just a little bit enough to be insane. You don't need to be full insane, just a little bit. Insanity is actually a requirement uh, in order to work in the uh, multimedia services. Indeed, especially when it's just jam-packed with recordings. Jam-packed, boys! All the projects, all of them. No, I, mean, I actually really enjoy working here. But anyways, and for those of you who are new who have not just discovered our podcast, sorry that we wasted about uh, 30 seconds of your time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We encourage you to sit around and listen. We have a great lineup for you today. Great a great guest appearance, and you get to hear our lovely, lovely voices. Let's get our introductions in order. I am your host, Robert Abramon, the new fire electric type Pokemon in this generation. And I am your host, Stevenus Romerius, uh, star of uh, the new Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy 352. <laughs> over, days over one. Over Days over 1.5. Over 1.5. No one's going to get these references. No, not at all. <laughs> In today's episode, we are talking about drama, and we'll have a lovely, lovely interview with someone who's been in the drama department, and how drama actually integrates itself into multimedia in everyday life, or even what you just see in television. And our lovely interviewee is also involved in the music department, as well as being heavily involved in some of the extracurricular activities that go on on this campus, and his name is Alex McMenemy. But first... We have a lot of catching up to do. The MMS department has very, very much been keeping themselves busy. Oh, very busy. The spring semester has just been jammed packed with video shoots and editing and all sorts of drama. I'm just kidding. It's actually just a lot of editing. I remember whenever we finished College Exploration Day, the best image you ever sent me was like of that picture with Squidward and he's like super tired and he's yeah. like, he has like those papers. But yeah, two weeks from this podcast being recorded, we actually finished a month long project for College Exploration Day, which was probably the most I've ever been involved in a team project uh, personally since I've started working here. And it was a blast. Oh, it was an all hands on deck kind of project with everyone involved in multimedia. Everyone was involved in the shooting. We all had a great time. We had like some wonderful actors. One of them we're actually interviewing today, which is why I wanted to talk about it because Alex was one of the hosts along with Tamara. So basically what you're going to discuss with Alex is that how he, it, it preps him for what he's planning on doing with his, with his career. Or maybe just long lines in the future, like as a hobby. So, like trying to adjust them into, like, saying being in front of cameras, being uh, being scheduled, being in front of a recording studio. He was very painless when it came to all that stuff. Uh, when it came to scheduling, he was always on time, and he was always just along with the rhythm. Mm -hmm. And I remember one scene specifically. If, if y'all have seen the College Exploration Day video, which I highly recommend you see because we worked our butts off for that. Um, 
the scene where we were in vet tech. It was me, Monty, and him, and I was actually in the... You were um, in the Trevor. I was in the Trevor costume, unfortunately. We were out there in, like, the freezing cold, like, shooting this scene, and Alex was so frustrated because he couldn't memorize the lines fast enough so we couldn't get out of the cold. Mm-hmm. But, nah, e- even in that, he, he, like, stuck with it, and his final take was, like, brilliant. I'm pretty sure I heard him sing a song out awesome. of frustration. He made a musical for It started raining. Oh, it was doing, like, like, it was doing all the, the Texas, like, all-weather, <laughs> all-dressed <laughs> chips weather for us in one day. It, it was ridiculous, but we had a good time. But unfortunately, um, Rob, your fat butt is taking up so much of this studio It's space. because I kept sitting doing all the edit- editing. I did all yeah. the main editing. That's why my butt's got, like, so big and yeah. just consuming all that. So my big butt's going to go get some more popcorn because this is going to be dramatic, and I need to I need to go get my seat, my two-seater at the theater. All right. So uh, I'll get out of your way. Um, all right. Hey, hey, can you bring me some Can you bring me some pears, pear slices? Pear slices? Yeah. Okay. I just want, I just want pear slices. Do you want caramel with the pear slices? No. You must get a big butt like me. Hello, everybody. Uh, Rob has now left the stage in lieu of uh, good old uh, Robert Abel. I have here Alex McMenemy. Hey, hi, howdy. Wow, you said my last name right. Yeah, for once. Yeah. (laughs) You've known me for, like, what, like six years now? Yeah. (laughs) So, as he mentioned, I've known him for six years. Throughout those years, he's been involved in many theater productions, and most recently, he was involved in our production of College Exploration Day. Yeah. um, Which is why we've been gone for two months. (laughs) So... Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you like? Um, well, I like theater, clearly. No, um, I just like doing stuff, man. I just like having an adventure. I like I like stories that I'm able to tell about things that I've done in the past. Speaking of things that you've done in the past, um, can you talk to us a little bit about your experience in theater? Yeah. I know I know bits and pieces, obviously. I've known <laughs> yeah, you for so long, right? But. For the audience. You never come to any of my shows, though. So I That's f- I, you went to one. Yeah, you went to one of my one. shows. <laughs> I don't even think you were starring in it. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I Well, I haven't really been starring in, in performances until uh, recently. So my experience in theater is mainly just getting on the stage and just having a blast, really. I've done many a show. My first show was Almost Maine, which is still has a place near and dear in my heart, and I still wear the shirt that we got for the show uh, <laughs> very often, just because it's got a heart on the heart. It's cute. Anyway, I really enjoy looking back at a lot of the shows that I do. I don't think I've had a show that I've hated. I don't think I've ever had a show where I was like, mm, didn't like that. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised, because there's a lot of, some projects that I work on, it's more so on my own. Like I look back, I'm like, wow, that was pretty bad. Yeah. I did a production of uh, Once on this Island in high school. It's a musical, and I was one of the ensemble members because I had not sung in since, like, seventh grade choir. <laughs> oh, my. It wasn't anyone's favorite show, let's put it that way. Back in high school, I was actually going to mention it. I saw what I was required to see in my senior yeah. years, so unfortunately I hadn't seen a lot of shows in high school. Yeah. But I heard a lot of not amazing things about that show. Yeah. Well, we were putting up a musical in four weeks. A regular play goes for six or seven. And you're putting up a musical in four. And we didn't even have the leads cast beforehand, so they had to learn all the music in those four weeks. It was a struggle, for sure. And it was a stressful time, but we got through it. And I've got a memory for it, you know? As far as backstage work, I haven't done much. I'm more of an actor. There's a lot of avenues of theater that I have experience in, but the main one is on stage, and I don't really have any bad memories 
What was your favorite show that you've done in Lone Star specifically? Oh, Lone Star specifically. You've been in the theater program here. For about a semester and a half, two semesters. Yeah. yeah. To give a bit of backstory to me, um, I went up to University of Nebraska-Lincoln for a semester because I thought that that's what I was going to do. I thought that's where I needed to be and that's where I was going to continue my career. That didn't work out. So (laughs) uh, while I was having to deal with all of that, I also injured my hand. And while all that was happening, Hurricane Harvey hit. Uh, So everything was stacked on top of each other, and I just felt like I needed to be home. So I came home, and then I sat out a semester. I looked at Lone Star, and I went, well, I mean, I guess I could give Lone Star a shot, you know? So I had not acted in a show in about eight months at that point. So the first show back was She Kills Monsters, which is a fantastic show. Almost went to see that. Honestly, I was like, but you didn't, did you? Because <laughs> job that I was working at the time was just like, ha, 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 yeah. you're coming here third. And yeah. I was like, but I took it was. I don't yeah, even want to get into that. It's, but anywho, uh, so She Kills Monsters was a great one. I played Chuck, who was the DM in this fantasy uh, RPG world of Dungeons and Dragons. I have great memories of that show, and I've got bad memories of that show too. Um, just because of the people that I worked with. It's not like, oh, the people were bad. It's just like, there were so many people for that show, and like it was my first show back, so it was like really stressful. <laughs> it was like, well, I've got to do good now. I've got to do good. Chuck was a really big role, so I was like, oh, well, I have to, I have to do great. During those eight months, did you, did you ever feel like you lost your touch? Or like once you were on that role in Chuck, you were just like, this is where I'm born. Well, I had auditioned for a few community theaters, and they were like, we can see that you're good, but you seem rusty. That and makes like, sense. And I'm like, correct. Um, <laughs> so they're like, maybe just, you know, get some like recent experience under your belt and come back. And I'm like, okay. So that's how I stumbled into Lone Star. I felt not that I was out of step, but that I could have easily been out of step and I just wouldn't have known it. Because I was just doing the thing that I knew how to do. But who knows, I could have just been terrible. Yeah, that makes sense. Because once you stop doing something for so long, once you get back into the rhythm of it, you do tend to get yeah. a bit rusty. What shows did you audition for? Um, I can't even remember now. I know... I know where I auditioned. I can't remember the shows I auditioned for because I just was like, well, that's a that's a bad memory. That's a bad experience. Uh, because so you because blotted it out? Well, it's not that I blotted it out. It's that I kept the feeling that I had there of wanting to get better and wanting to strive for more. And I just kept that feeling and removed everything else from it. This is something that I've personally been interested in and also the main meat of our podcast. Oh, yes. How is media used in theater? Because other than College Exploration Day, I never saw any promotional material from theater other than like the posters and things that, right, are, that right. are beautiful, by right. the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, it's not my job. That's That's college relations. Yeah, it's really, really fun to work with media people. It's very easy to just say, this will get its own recognition just by word of mouth or just by people wanting to come see shows. As you said, the posters, like that, it gives people all the information they know in one place. I think media plays an integral role of marketing um, theater and it plays an integral role of uh, preserving it uh, through video and stuff like that. There's always a place for media in theater. Heck, you know, what we're doing right now, I mean, this is technically theater. This is a performance. 
Oh, that's fair. Uh, we are definitely playing characters. I'm playing. Um, you're playing uh, Arshwan. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're. Well, you're playing something. Uh, no. <laughs> voice acting. You can see how that's used in media all the time. You know, of course. commercials need voice actors, and also commercials just need actors in general. You know, the new Ford F one fifty. Like that's, you know. What kind of stuff is that, if not theater? I think I think theater and media are very much intertwined and will never not be. So I know a little bit about film theory, right? And, yeah. like, things of, like, the- theory on, like, you know, camera work, editing style, right. things of that nature. Nerd stuff, yeah. Yeah, nerd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that as a theater geek, so. How does that kind of theory differ from, from th- film theater? theater? Theater theory is more in the individual performance. Film theory, while it can be a focal point, film theory is very much we have to get great shots, which is why you see so many terrible films. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, I'm serious. It doesn't matter about the acting. It matters about the films. True, because um, cinematography in and of itself is an art form. It is. As somebody who wants to get into that field, I've, I recognize that. I think there's also something to be said about traditional like theater. Yeah. Like how things are masked from the audience. For mm-hmm. example, you know how... In some of the high school shows that I saw in my senior year, there would be like people dressed up in black, like the techies, you know, yeah. in order to switch around all the sets. And yeah. that gave the illusion that it's just the setting changes. And, and it didn't always used to be like that. It used to just be people just coming on, <laughs> just in whatever clothes they had. But then they were like, you know what? That looks a bit weird, doesn't it? And just people just running up and grabbing parts of the set. So then they, they dressed in a uniform black. Y'all don't have the, not the convenience, I don't want to say that. Y'all don't have the cut. Right. Yeah. So if we do things once, yes, there's it's one time y'all rehearse it straight for like a, cer- a certain set period of yeah. time. And like you mentioned earlier with that musical in high school, that was like kind of berated. Yeah. If you don't put that time and effort into it, you can't just make, you can't make it look pretty. Exactly. So is that something that usually makes people nervous? I'd say for most people, yeah. Just the finality of it, of you have to get this right or else it's going to be bad. You know, here's the thing. You've worked on it for x amount of weeks you know you've worked on it for all this amount of time you gotta have some confidence in yourself you gotta believe in yourself because you can't just you can't just expect that it's going to go terribly just because you think it will or just because you think you might have a bad performance i always say to young actors do what you've been doing for six weeks that's all you need to do there's no there's no like extra flair that you have to add anything just do what you've been doing for six weeks there's nothing, there's nothing too crazy about that. That's fair. All right, so as a theater student, um, I know that you mentioned voice acting as something that you're interested in pursuing. Are there any other career paths that theater students can take either within the theater program or even outside of it? Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of career paths that a theater student can take. And I think theater will help for a lot of things that aren't even really considered theater. Everybody should take a theater class at least once. That's that's my opinion, because I think theater helps people just in general. But as far as career paths, there's voice acting, which is one that you've already talked about. There's, of course, traditional theater. There's going through community theaters and then to regional theaters. And then maybe you go to, uh, you know, a Broadway or, you know, maybe Vegas. Who knows? (laughs) You know, depending on your act. That all falls within traditional theater. And then there's also film which is a very different animal. It's a, it's a very different animal. In your opinion, how does that differ? Time. It's the time. Um, for a play, you, you're looking at about seven-week endeavor, maybe eight-week endeavor. For a film, you're looking at about a week at most. You think so? 
Um, well, as far as the acting side, I can't. I can't say the same for the editing side. That's on you. Uh, uh, I'll tell you right <laughs> now, it does not take a week. It yeah, does not it take does. a week. I've worked on multiple short films. Don't look them up, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look them up if you want to. Like, I don't. I don't care. But I mean, you know. Um, uh, I'll leave a link. Oh, great! Yeah, thanks. I'll leave a link for all the short films he's been in, <laughs> oh, all the good ones and the bad ones. Yeah, the good ones and the bad you ones. You think I'm kidding? Yeah, please don't. <laughs> 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 I will find you. But I mean, you're lucky if you get the script before the day of filming. I guess, like, when it comes to short films, uh, that is true. However, when it comes to some, like, you know, obviously, like, bigger budget. Oh, yeah. If, you, if you're going, like, big like, budget that's, Hollywood that's, stuff, that's, you're going to get a rough draft for the script. Uh, actors have said in an interview about, like, a month beforehand. True. But that's still a rough draft of the script. So you can't even fully memorize. You just get a basic idea of what's happening. There's something to be said about the difference between small budget and then big budget films. Oh, um, yeah, yes. Because, I mean, with big budget films, you're working on a time crunch in order to get the thing out, to get the most profit, to get all your money back. But for smaller budget, you're working on a time crunch because you've got all this film and you need to edit all this film because what are you <laughs> going to do with all this film if you're not going to edit it? That's fair. Personally, I, I'm, I've more done, you know, promotionals, uh, you know, personal projects. Yeah. I've never actually worked on a actual short film which will change this summer hopefully. oh yay um, I, have some, right. I have some plans with a little film group and yes you're I, I've kept your name in the back of my mind of course you have <laughs> <laughs> so it's this whole thing especially with MMS it's like there's so much film that you have there's so many takes that you have there's so much b-roll that you have to work with and you're gonna use about 10% of it yeah maybe <laughs> yeah I've, I've heard that from editors before if you take 100 minutes of film you might only use 5 yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but the thing is, you, you want to make sure that everything is like pitch perfect, correct. Oh, which yeah. is why you take so much. It's like the photographer that takes a million pictures of the same thing and then only posts one on the internet. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's 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 a similar theory. But what would you recommend for people that want to pursue the program at Lone Star and and what would you say in your limited experience outside of that? I mean, as I said earlier, I think everybody should take a theater class because it does help with personal communication and it helps with breaking people out of their shells. I know tons of people that have taken a class at Lone Star uh, for theater that never even wanted to pursue theater and now suddenly they're in the program. Lone Star has a great program. Uh, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what campus. They, we, they, we've all got great programs. And, I, and I've, I've seen shows from other uh, programs and they're, they're fantastic. Um, I recently saw, what was it? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. But what campus was it? Uh, it was UP, University Park. Ah, I saw you, advertisements you know, for it everywhere. You know, I know, you know what you're talking the about. The one about the dog. Yep. Yeah, but I'm hoping we can come to this next one because we do have an improv show coming up, and that's scary for me. That's scary. Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> Let, we're gonna talk. We're talking about that. The program at Lone Star is great because we do stuff like this. I've never been in an improv show. I know half the people that auditioned for the improv show have never been in an improv show. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a new experience for sure. And I'm really excited for it. It's great that we are able to do stuff like this, that we have a director uh, as great as uh, Jill Brummer. Sorry, Professor Jill Brummer. There we go. I have <laughs> to be proper. Um, <laughs> she, I thought she was a doctor. Mm -mm, she doesn't have a doctorate. No. Oh, okay. Okay, go on. Um, unless she does, in which case, oops. <laughs> um, she's She's fantastic, and she always has a vision. And is always keen on on perfecting that vision. It's it's a it's a blast working with her. And from what I've heard from Kenneth, um, it's a blast working with the other directors too. Uh, you know, it, any theater program can be a good one. 
It doesn't matter if it's you know here at Lone Star or if it's if it's in a it's in a dilapidated <laughs> uh, you know apartment building. It doesn't it doesn't matter. But I think the the program here at Lone Star is fantastic. We've got a great group of people. We've got um, some really good minds, some really good heads. But yeah, the improv show is going to be scary though. <laughs> That's going to be really scary because I mean, talk about finality. That's ooh. Improv Th- is like the definition of finality. Oh 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 man, it's <laughs> because not only do you not have a script to work with, which is the main point of improv, you also have to deal with other people. You're not having to deal with characters. You're not having to deal with personalities. You're having to deal with people. You have to gauge what's going to make the audience laugh, but also what the other person can do with you. Mm. I've I've had I've had times where I've worked with somebody who's great at improv, fantastic at improv, and I'm been told I, I don't take it very seriously, but I've been told that I'm good at improv. So it was just a natural conclusion of oh let's work together. We did not gel well, uh. and it was just it was the weirdest thing because we gelled well with everybody else around us, but we did not gel well together. And it's just it's one of those deals. It's I'm, just one of those deals where you never know. I feel like it's the whole like uh, like magnet theory of personality. Yeah. Where there's like <laughs> even though there's this, this really good person, this really good person, they're both on the North Pole. They repel each other. Oh yeah. I know we didn't touch on it at all, but the choir program here is also fantastic. Fair enough. Doctor Morales is. Oh, shout out Doctor Morales. Um, <laughs> I call her Doc Morale. You know, it's just it's our own inside thing. It's whatever. It's Doc fun. Morale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If if Dr. Morales wasn't Dr. Morales, I feel like that would be very disrespectful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if she was if she was here, she would be like, ah, you're never getting a solo over again. I think we've got a great theater program. I think we've got a great choir program. And I think that they work well together. In the time I've been here, we have not had a musical. There are musicals that get shown here. Uh Les Rob. Yep, that's uh, what I was thinking of. Yeah. Lehman's Rob was was last semester. It wasn't like a school thing, I don't think it was. I think it was Doc Morales' own deal uh i think you're right um because i remember there was lame as a rob here and then the semester before up had a lame as a rob yeah radio show i think is what it was yeah something like that i heard it like that the two programs are both fantastic of course i would recommend both of them because i'm in both of them (laughs) (laughs) theater doesn't just limit itself to to acting on the stage it's all about what your body's all about i'm taking uh class stage movement um, it's a fantastic class, and I learned that I hold so much tension in my shoulders and neck. I did not know that at all. I thought I thought I was loosey goosey. No, not at all. <laughs> I am. I'm not. And I wouldn't have known that without theater. And I know that's like a small. It's like I wouldn't have known that without theater. <laughs> but like, I mean, that of that's course, coming from the drama kid. Yeah. Well. But that's cool. You take a theater class, you learn something about yourself that you never knew. Because all theater is is just imitating people. That's all it is. It's just imitating what you think a person would be like. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> all right. Um, On that note, um, I'm afraid I'm going to have to kick you out. Uh, oh. Rob is very wide because he's been doing nothing but editing uh, college preparation for the past week. He uh, hasn't gone on a treadmill lately. So he's going to take up a little too much room. Oh, yeah. Gosh, Rob, come on! I'm sorry, man. You're gonna have to go. hit the treadmill. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a great it was a great show. I, I enjoyed being on this podcast with you, and thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Thank you for that to Alex for coming on the podcast, and I hope you enjoyed being here as much as I enjoyed interviewing you. I'm out. Get me out of here. <laughs> Let me leave. They locked me in. No, you cannot. Leave. No, I want to leave.
right. Oh, I apologize. It looks like y'all had a nice conversation. I did grab popcorn, but like most movie theater popcorn, you kind of finish it right before the movie starts. Yeah. It... But I do have your pears. Oh, you got my pear slices. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in the refrigerator. The pear. I just I don't want the pears to be but, disgusting. But Rob, I'm about to eat them right now. But Rob, we don't have a refrigerator. Oh. Then what did I put my what, what did I put the pears in? Rob, did you drama? <laughs> you just fell for the dramatic. Here's your pears, actually, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <coughs> I'm definitely allergic to pears. <laughs> drama. Uh. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You, the listener, are the reason that Media and Mind will continue to create content and entertain you as well as be informative. Look forward to our next podcast as we will discuss what is next after college as well as guest speaker with Monty's son and Connor Darlin. Please be sure to visit our channel and subscribe to LSC Tomba Multimedia Services if you haven't already. This will help us expand our content and you get to hear more of our lovely, lovely voices. Just before we go, we'd like to personally thank Alex for stopping on by to give us a great insight. We'd like to thank our producer, Monty Darland, as always. We'd like to thank the multimedia service team, the IMAX Studio, for helping us with the platform to create our work. And our website is lonestar.edu slash tomball-mms.html. Or if you don't want to memorize all those words, we'll have it linked in the description. This is Media in Mind, and we will see you in front of the camera. camera.